Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tonight, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, tonight at 9, 8 central on CBS. Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. <laughs> no, my watch is broken, too. With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. I stole all my lines. Look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 central on CBS. Well, the good news last night, uh, d- difficult segue to make there, is the, the, the Charlotte Hornets with the number three overall pick in October's NBA draft. Moving up for the first time in over 20 years. Good night to be a Hornets fan. Nobody knows that better than James Borrego, Hornets head coach. He is back with us on the Technicom hotline. Coach, congratulations, buddy. How are you? Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. Big night for us. Like you said, 21 years. And that's that's been a long time, but... uh we're excited. We're thrilled. Uh, obviously, we were excited before this, um, but this just adds to uh, the momentum we have. Um, big night for us. I'm excited for Hornet fans to bring uh, another exciting player into the fold. Uh, we got another, you know, 30 second pick and a late second. So, uh, but last night was was huge. You know, we're, we've tried to do our part along the way. We got to work hard. We got to develop. We got to control what we can, but. A lot of times you, you need a little luck to, to fall your way. And uh, we had some of that last night. And now uh, we got to get to work. Before I even get to the pick and the draft, I think at this point it's indisputable. Anything that Devontae Graham touches is improved, right? I mean, that's the way this whole thing works, Coach. I mean, I, I joke, but that kid should have been the most improved player, right? It had to have been. He is. In my, in my book, you know, and I think in many people – uh, throughout the league, he is the most improved player, uh, clearly. I mean, I, that that's what the award is. How he's not a finalist, I, I don't understand that. There's different standards for these awards and different reasons, you know, uh, different guys are selected. But in our minds, uh, he's unquestionably the, the most improved player from where he, he was year one to year two, uh, basically playing G League minutes. Um, a number, you know, all those guys that are being considered as finalists for this award played heavy minutes, were drafted high um, in the league. And just to see where he's come from, extremely proud of him, his work. And, you know, he just seems like whatever he touches, you know, it's it's uh, turning to gold. And last night was a great example. So uh, we're honored that he, the way he represents us, and um, we're, we're really excited about his future. What are you looking for? With the third overall pick. I mean, I, I, I hear everything. Every time we talk yeah. about drafts, we hear best player available, best player available. Is that the approach, or, or how do you approach trying to find the next best player for the Hornets? Yeah, I think that's the point we're at right now, Kyle. I do think that you have to you have to get the best player on the board. You know, wh- whoever that is, whatever position it is, 
if you want to call it talent, whatever it is, you got to get the best player on the board. Um, and obviously, we we have some areas that we have to address. We got a long way to go, um, but this opens up the more options for us. Whether you know it, it's drafting there, or you know who, who knows what's gonna who's gonna be interested in that pick. But no matter what, you know we just have more options right now. Uh, we do have to add to the talent pool. We, we know that. I think you know Mitch has continuously said it. Uh, I believe it. You know you just have to get the best player on the board, no matter what. So. Um, that's what we're looking for. In the end, you you have to have a difference maker, Kyle. You have to have that guy that just night in and night out can make a difference out there on the floor. And um, you know, I believe we'll we'll find that guy. How how do you go about? And now look, you you watched film far differently than any of us ever could. So that that's why I'm interested. So if you're watching, you turn on the film of. Obi Toppin at Dayton or Anthony Edwards at Georgia, right? You, we know we watch a lot of college basketball, but then you turn on tape of LaMelo Ball in Australia or Denny Avia over in the Euro League. H- how does that differ? What what do you take from that, say, from college basketball to those those international leagues? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, we could we could be here all day, you know, digging through that. Um, you know, they're, they're all different. They're playing at different levels, different competition, uh, different positions different systems, you know, you, you have to evaluate all that. There's guys playing a system that may not be our system, but they're thriving there. And would they, would that, would they thrive in our system? Do you, know, do, do they, do they value what we value? You know, is this the type of player that uh, is going to come into our system and impact it the way they may have in college or the international game. And that's really the beauty of this, of, of this profession and job is, is the guys that can evaluate and say, okay, will that translate to our level and how will it translate the guys that are able to do that and understand and see where, where those skills and abilities will translate to me, those are the best evaluators. And, you know, I trust our group. They, they've done a heck of a job to this point, picking out the right players and, um, obviously the skill set, but also the character piece. That's going to be a big part of this. Do they fit who we are? Because ultimately we do have to have talent, but we have to have the right people as well. We want both. And so it's an evaluation, you know, uh, of all of that. But it's going to be tricky. You know, Kyle, it's going to be tricky this year because uh, the college season was cut short. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one or two guys in there that, that got very limited minutes or time in the college game that are highly ranked. You got the international guys. You got to look at them. Will that, where their game and their abilities there translate to our NBA? That's going to be a question. And then the other wrench in all this is going to be, you know, can we get can we get our hands on these guys? This this is going to be a virtual potential virtual combine. Can we get guys in house to talk to them, to watch them, to evaluate them, to sit down and have dinner, lunch, breakfast with them, and really dig into their character and see what uh, what they're about. Those are valuable pieces of evaluation that we may or may not have, you know, let, let's hope we do. But if not, uh, our scouts have been on these guys for a number of years, not just this year. So there's a good database of information that we have that we'll, we'll rely on. And, you know, I believe we'll make the best pick for our organization. James Borrego, head basketball coach, Charlotte Hornets. He's with us on the Technicom hotline. I was talking to uh, to Seth Greenberg about this earlier, and I'm just using these two guys as an example, but uh, Anthony Edwards is 19 years old. 
Obi Toppin is ancient at 22, according to some people, yeah. at least when you, you listen to draft evaluators over the last several years. Yeah. But we've seen now, I mean, the, the, the Raptors, be it Fred Van Vliet or, you know, Danny Green, Malcolm Brogdon, there seems to be this diploma bias that I hope is, is being kind of shaken a little bit here, Coach. I mean, where, where do you come down on, you know, a fresh 19-year-old who's got fewer bad habits versus a 22-year-old proven winner at the college level? The younger guys may just take a little more work. That's just the reality. They, they just they haven't experienced as much. Uh, they haven't been coached as much. They haven't had as many game reps. Uh, they haven't experienced the highs and lows of winning and losing as, as a 22-year-old, a 23-year-old. And our team's a very a great example of that. You look at our group and, you know, why was Devontae able to make a jump this year? Well, he had a good, you know, he, he's had uh, a track record. You know, he played four years at Kansas. He played, you know, in, in some high-profile games. He's been coached hard for uh, a period of time. You look at the Martin Twins, right? They, they played some uh, serious games for a number of years. They were more ready um, to step into these roles. Uh, the young guys, you know, it just, it just takes a little bit more work, you know, and teaching them how to work, how to be a professional, um, how to grind through the ups and downs, not getting down, not getting too high, not getting too low. And that's very difficult for a young guy. You know, basically a guy that's, you know, come out of uh, high school, been in college for maybe six months, eight months, and now you're asking them to step into the NBA world and have immediate impact. It just doesn't, it, it, that just rarely happens. A guy that comes in with a little bit more maturity, they know who they are as a person, as a player, they're 22. They, they've, you know, they've been well coached. They've been in a good system and you get a more ready player. So does, where does that, where, where do we fall in that? I think at that point, you know, we just have to, that that's a factor in, in what we'll, we'll look at. Are they, you know, have they peaked out, you know, a 19 year old, 18 year old may just have some more legs left in them. Everybody likes the younger player. That's just a fact, especially when you're drafting high. But we just got to find the best player for us, no matter the age. Uh, it will be a factor, but it, we just have to find the right fit for us. And that may come in the second round too, Kyle. I mean, that 30-second mm -hmm. pick, that's a valuable pick for us. Maybe you find a more seasoned veteran-type player there at that 30-second pick. So to me, that's what's exciting, that we have these three picks. We have some young guys in-house. We have young guys, and we have a little bit more of some seasoned guys um, here on the bone, but um, it's going to be a great process to dig through with Mitch and his group. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a very important time for us. Coach, I was hoping you'd spill the beans, but I get it. You can't do it, man. <laughs> I, I appreciate the time, buddy. Congratulations on last night. Right. This, this fan base needed this and uh, I, I trust that you guys know yeah. exactly what you're doing. I can't wait to see what the pick is. No, thank you. I'm excited for our fan base. This, this has really brought a jolt to us and, I think there was already excitement. This just adds to it. Uh, there's great momentum and boost here. So uh, we'll dig in and look forward to uh, talking again here soon. Yeah, we'll do it soon. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Coach James Borrego with us on the Technicom Hotline. Good conversation there about last night's big news, the third overall pick. Really, really good stuff there.